from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Griffin, AJC's Dog Nation. I believe he's already down in Miami. Griff, do they still house you guys, or is the media hotel still in Fort Lauderdale? That's what they used to do. Yeah, I uh, yeah, their media hotel is actually an airport hotel. It's not much of a hotel at all. Um, I came down here a couple days early so I could actually see the beach. <laughs> So, but unfortunately, it's been a little cloudy and rainy. I know that breaks everybody's heart. But uh, yeah, no, they they uh, they put you in an airport hotel now. That location, Miami Gardens, for the game, but just that whole area. And I I I think you'll probably disagree, but I think that one's my favorite, even over gorgeous Pasadena, New Orleans, wherever. That one, uh, Tempe, well, it's Glendale. Now, I cannot stand Glendale, Arizona. That, where you're at, Griff, I think might be my favorite of all those you big like, game locations. You like South Florida over Arizona, over New Orleans, over Southern California. Over Glendale, not Tempe, Scottsdale. If you give me right. Sun Devil Stadium, I change. Yeah, that was nice. No, I mean, look, they're all nice locations. I mean, they're all yeah. great destinations. That's why the the bowl games are there, and – um, you know, different bowl games, uh, you know, do different, you know, do things a little bit differently. You know, you're kind of on your own down here a little bit more, and that's fine because I, I like to come to Miami. It's one of my favorite spots and feels so international. Uh, food's great, obviously. But like I said, all those places are nice, Bill. They are. Ken in middle Georgia. Ask Riff, does he have a pulse on – the 2024 playing decisions of right tackle Mims, tight end Bowers, and receiver McConkey. Well, I mean, I think the odds are that all three are leaving, but you don't know that. No one's announced anything, and in this day and age, you never know. I mean, um, I think Amarius is a projected first-round pick. Uh, Brock Bowers is obviously a first-round pick, and McConkey's probably a second-day guy if he runs good numbers. Um, but but you just don't know. I mean, because now schools have the ability 
through NIL deals to offer guys money to stay. And for some guys, they realize and recognize the value of a college experience. Um, you know, you look at um, you know you look at Lad McConkey, and, and I think Lad's a guy that could have a a, a really good NFL career. Um, I think he's a really fantastic football player. But ten years from now, uh, what would be the value of Lad? Staying and winning the third national championship and potentially having a Hall of Fame career with a big senior year, versus, you know, the NFL. But then you say to yourself, well, Lad, you know, got injured this year, and you know maybe he wants to fulfill his dream of playing in the NFL. And if he comes back for another year and and has another injury, maybe he never plays in the NFL. So, you know, different people have different priorities in their lives and what they want to accomplish and. And how they want to go about it, and you know, does he want that lifestyle of, of being Lad McConkey and recognized everywhere he goes in Athens, and going through those physical practices at Georgia? Or does he want to go in the NFL, where you know you don't get hit except on Sundays, and um, you know there are no classes to worry about, and you know you're a somewhat anonymous rookie at least for a little while until you make big plays, which I think he will. But you know, so there's just there's just a lot more that goes into it than I want to go pro. Um, or I want to come back. I mean, there's a lot of different things that, that go through these players' minds. And and um, and then they have people around them, you know, that want to encourage them and, and uh, play a large role in their lives. So uh, really hard to say what any of those guys are going to do for, sure, for certain. Steven in Hawkinsville, GA, wants to know, Griff, is Ryan Puglisi, the uh, true freshman who Griff's there right now, a legit quarterback to start at Georgia when back leaves? Yeah, I don't know that. I haven't seen enough. I mean, you know, high school is a completely different game than what these guys have to do at the college level, um, especially at Georgia where they play a pro-style offense. There's, you know, everybody, you know, falls in love with the freshmen, but, you know, we're in a day and age now where free agency is really a better route. I mean, think about this, Bill. If you had a chance, let's just let's just say you had to hire a co-host. Would you hire somebody right out of college that had never been live on radio, or would you go out there and, and hire somebody that had been on other radio shows with a proven body of work that were four to six years in, you know deeper into their career? The, the whole recruiting dynamic is going to change because there's more value to proven players than incoming freshmen who may or may not even stick around. I mean, that's the thing. You say, well, you want to you know build this program from within, and that sounds good. But remember, every year is a negotiation. You may sign the best class ever, but those guys are re- going to renegotiate after a year. I mean, ask, ask uh, Billy Napier and Florida fans about that great uh, 2023 signing class they had and how many of those guys are left. So to me, you know, recruiting is, is kind of on the outs um, right now versus free agency because in free agency you get proven players and, um, you know, that have experience already that can play more immediately that have more value. An incoming freshman who's never played may or may not pan out. And if he does pan out, he's going to want more money. And if he doesn't pan out, he's going to want to transfer. So I think this whole recruiting dynamic is going to change right before our eyes. Unless, unless something's done about the unlimited free agency and the uncapped free agency that we have in college football. Mike the Mad Dog and Noon in Georgia. Ask Rift is the team seem to be rallying around Carson back and want to finish the season with a big win. Well, I mean, the players that we talked to, you know, they sure did. And then even after the tough loss to Alabama, there was a lot of resolve. You know, you don't win 29 games in a row um, 
you know, without having great team chemistry and a lot of guys with resolve that play for each other. And, you know, that has carried over. I mean, and Georgia's been, you know, Kirby's teams have been really good with that. I mean, they've won six bowl games in a row and they've won, they've had six straight years of top 10 finishes. I mean, I think you'd be hard pressed to find another program in the country that's, that could say that. Allen in Tampa says, tell Griff that the best Cuban food in Miami is a place called Bella's on South Beach. He wants you to know that. Okay. I'll, I'll write that down. Bella's. Got it. That's right. How far are you from South Beach? Uh, probably about 1,000 feet. <laughs> you could probably – wherever Bella's is, Griff, you might be able to walk there. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure I could. <laughs> I, I, I walked five minutes for, uh, for a meal there last night on Ocean, Ocean, Ocean Drive or Ocean Boulevard. I'm not real sure. The food's been the highlight. Like I said, the weather has not been cooperating. There has not been any sun yet. But again, it's it's hard to complain because it's beautiful and, um, as you said, it's a really unique place. You know, it just feels so international. I remember seeing you down there, and it was probably January of '09, but the '08 season for the Florida Miami, uh, the Florida Oklahoma game. You you oh, covered man. that? Wasn't that wasn't that game something else? The whole thing was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. It was Tim Tebow against Sam Darnold, right? No, no, that's yep. Sam Darnold. Sam, uh, who was the guy? Bradford. Oh, Sam, yes, yes, who didn't really do much in the NFL. But, it, yeah, that was a fantastic football game. Percy Harvin had that bad uh, hamstring or whatever and still was out running people. It was amazing. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, the Orange Bowl is, um, you know, I like Hard Rock Stadium. It's had a yep. lot of different names through the years. But um, in the Miami Gardens, you know, it's kind of insulated from the coastline and, Miami or Fort Lauderdale just kind of sits kind of out in the middle of a neighborhood. Uh, that's kind of hard to imagine, but it just kind of sits there on its own. Um, unique place for sure. Um, but again, I mean, it's, there's not much not to like about South Florida. Griff, here's a conversation we've had last few weeks. We're very early. We're in the embryonic stages of this new era of name, image, likeness, and the freebie transfers and all that, just all the freedom that these players have and the money opportunities they have. So we don't have a long, wide swath of data, but will we hit a time where we're going to be critical of the portal in this regard, Ole Miss is having a ridiculous transfer portal, and they just got Walter Nolan, the number one ranked player in the whole portal defensive lineman. Is it possible, Griff, that we'll start seeing, and I'm not pointing out Ole Miss in particular, a school have a huge portal hall, but all it does is poison that locker room? Well, I mean, I think you see that with the opt-outs now. Look at a lot of the guys that are opting out of programs. They were transfers. You know, they, they didn't help build it. Um, I think look what happened to Colorado this year. When things turned south, all of a sudden that, that great idea to get all those new guys went right down the tubes because it didn't look to me like Colorado was really playing real well together, fighting together for the same causes. And then you start hearing, you know, jealousies about different players. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of challenges for these coaches to change as the game changes and to maintain control of the locker room. You know, I think that's something Kirby was really in tune to even a few years ago, especially during COVID. 
Um, I think, you know, Georgia really put forth a lot of effort because they weren't around each other as much. And so Kirby, um, you know, took great measures uh, to keep this team connected. I think that's part of the reason why Georgia's had so much success under Kirby Smart. I think that's part of the winning formula. But, but yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the dynamics the, – the thing is, Bill, those dynamics have always been there, just not as pronounced. There's always been players – look, if we're going to be honest about this, and pull back the curtain, and I think Jimbo Fisher said it on ESPN that there was NIL before you knew there was NIL. There's always been players getting paid. Think about you know these, these players have always seen teammates drive up in new cars, or have uh, get money handed to them for you know whatever going on you know for dinners or dates or whatever. There's always been players paid in collegiate sports. There's no question. I mean I think we all know that, but now it's much more pronounced. And the uncomfortable part of it now, or the sticky part, is that because it's above board, there's just a proliferation of it these last couple of years. And what you've had is you've had some leftover juniors and seniors who, when they came in, there wasn't any deals like that. You know, so they wondered, wait a minute, this freshman's coming in making more than me, coach, and I've been here three years. So um, it'll work itself out over time like everything else. Uh, coaches will learn as they go. Or they'll get fired because they're not doing a good job with it. Griff, safe travels. We'll see you next week, sir. Appreciate it, Bill. Have a good one. Happy um, You too. Holidays. You too. There he is, Mike Griffin. Hater Dave when we come back. It is Breakdown. Morning. Still pretty quiet out here as far as serious accidents. It's building at times coming up through Williamson County on 65 going northbound into Franklin through Brentwood. A little bit of radar earlier on I-40 out of the Mount Julian area. Keep that in mind, leaving Wilson County headed towards Nashville this morning. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality 
Quality Self-Care Oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. I'm a retired school psychologist and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Grind into the new year. Catch Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings this Sunday at 7 p.m. Get ready to celebrate a new year and a star-studded show. Secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday pack starting at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com slash packs for more information. Do you like tackle football? Bill King does. And you can connect with at BillIsKing on Twitter or 615-844-5600. See, I'm the only guy that talks numbers. I love this. Nobody else will even talk about it. I've said it's like a crazy aunt in the basement. Everybody knows she's there, but nobody talks about it. Breakdown is with us. Dave will get into all the football and the sports aspect of what we do, but how was your Christmas? Is Dave there? He is. I'm not hearing anything. There we go, Bill. Gotcha now, sir. How was your Christmas? It was very good, Bill. I didn't have to drive around a whole lot, but... uh, about an hour drive longest we had, uh, but uh, it was very, very good. Spent a lot of time with family, Bill, and I hope everybody out there, all your listeners, and I hope uh, you and your family had a, had a great one as well. Absolutely did. You had a fantastic time. Has the mood in Gatorland brightened up any? Uh, no, Bill, it has not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think everybody, but you kind of – they uh, – <laughs> Honestly, Bill, some didn't even let up over the holidays. I mean, I tell you, it was. Uh, and of course, what uh, was sparked that was the Christmas Eve news of Trevor Etienne transferring to Georgia, which you know we kind of we kind of knew that was happening and, and going on. But uh, out there in the forefront, of course, everybody around family, and then that comes out. Uh, of course, I uh, sparked some conversation and. Uh, it, it was a lot, a lot on social media as well, but then also building you know, the the fall of the recruiting class in the in the rankings last week as well. Uh, with some of those flips that we've been talking about the last few weeks, uh, end, end up happening there for Florida. So 
Uh, no, Bill, you know, besides DJ Lagway and LJ McCray in, in, in the recruiting class as the headlines, the, the cornerstones of the class, uh, you, you look there, the rest of the day was uh, the, it was pretty disappointing there for Gator Nation. And, and then, as I said, the ETN news. So um, for the recruiting class, Bill, I mean, it's um, still a lot of good players. Just I think if, when you look at it, not enough. Uh, this is another small class and. There might be some silver lining on, on, on that. Like, can Billy Napier can hit the transfer portal a little bit more? But uh, yeah, Bill, no, Gator Nation's still uh, still at it. What what's the answer? What would pacify everybody? Is there anything? Not in the off season, Bill. I, I don't think. I, I think you can make people feel a little bit better uh, with let's see, you know, co- some of the coaching changes that's happening. I know, a lot of Florida fans are still waiting to see if Billy Napier will hire an offensive coordinator or not. Uh, I think that will pacify some. Um, hitting, like I said, hit, hitting the transfer portal, attacking the transfer portal, uh, pretty aggressive uh, for as long as you can. I think till January second, if I'm not mistaken, Bill is, is that last date. Uh, we'll see if more names are coming out. Of course, with some of these bigger bowl games being played, some bigger bigger names might be hitting the transfer portal. But you know, got four pretty good ones now. That's got a ton of experience, but. Um, I think, Bill, you, as you said, right now, as far as offseason goes, that's about the only thing uh, I think will pacify the fan base. It's just going to have to wait and see if Florida can surprise some people next year. Yeah, that's a very good point. Gator Dave Gator's breakdown is with us. The ATN story, it was expected. He was gone. It's not like that was a shock. Georgia was considered immediately the leader. It was consummated or made public, you mentioned, on, uh, what, Christmas Eve. So you're saying that even though it was known, it still hurt really bad. Yeah, I, I think so, Bill. That, that just kind of put the final nail in the coffin uh, of it. Yeah. And then also, you know, just seeing the image of, uh, you know, the graphic work that's been remade of him putting him in a Georgia uniform and people seeing it. And, uh, it, it, of course, it stings, Bill. You know, uh, yeah. one of your best players on your team, the most explosive running back you have, going to your rival, and you know, you, you love to say, "Okay, well, well, we'll pay him back, and we'll get back." But you know, we've seen how this series between Florida and Georgia has gone lately. So uh, he's going to a, you know, a team that you know he thinks will, uh, you know, showcase his talents a bit more. And and Bill, from what I could gather. When I first heard about it, he he, he just wants to win more. Uh, and you can't look, you can't blame him there. Uh, but I think a lot of the fan base just looks at it and says, you know, why, why, why'd you have to go there? Why'd you have to go to the biggest rival? Why'd you have to, you know, go to a team that will we, we, now face you on November 2nd? So it's, um, I think that's, the, it's still the part that stings the most, Bill, of, um, you know, him leaving. Um, when Billy Napier, you know, was one of the few staffs out there that believed in him in, 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 you know, in a big time program. Uh, comes to Florida, has two really good years, uh, but it's not necessarily really about NIL. Um, I think some of it, Bill, maybe splitting carries, but look, you go split carries at Georgia as well. Uh, you know, Montreux Johnson here for Florida, him and ETN, uh, pretty much the same stats the the last two years in, fr- in ETN's freshman year and his sophomore year. The stats are almost identical, uh, but now going to Georgia and Bill, from everything I can gather, from everything I've been told, uh, he just wants to uh, win some more ballgames. Major moves in West by God. Now, he's making some assumptions here, but he said, where is Alex Golish, who's at USF just year one, on Florida's radar as a future possible head coach? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I wouldn't say anywhere, Bill. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so, uh, of course, with the struggles there, you get on Twitter, you get on my Gators Breakdown Plus uh, chat of, you know, the names out there that, that are hot and heavy. That's, that, that's not one of them. Are you saying that, and, and this is based on conversations you and I have had in the past, that Strickland won't or shouldn't have the opportunity to make the next call on the head coach? Um, from my perspective, Bill, I say both. I don't right. think he won't. I, I think he won't, and I don't think he should. Um, and I, it's just, I, I think he's tied to Billy Napier. Uh, he, you know, he's, this it would be hiring Mullen and not working out, hiring Napier, not working out. I don't see how you get a chance to hire a third. I just, I, I don't see it. If, if this doesn't, if this doesn't work out here, um, now he's done some good things as far as the facilities and building great, new, great new buildings there for Florida. And then, you know, there's talk of, renovating the, the swamp right now that you know, I think is a pretty split uh, topic of, of conversation there uh, at, at Florida. So I just, I, I don't see how he gets uh, another chance to hire a football coach, Bill, if this doesn't work out with Billy Napier. So uh, maybe that screams for more patience. You know, I, everything will have to come higher than Scott Strickland, in my opinion, on Billy Napier after this 2024 season. So what does that mean? Does that mean more patience? Does that mean a faster trigger? I don't, I don't know what that means uh, as far as the future of Billy Napier, the future of Scott Strickland with him. I don't think in my mind he'll get to hire a third football coach. Steve in Daytona Beach, this is good, wants to know, will Florida open up the season having to defend Cam Ward or will they finish the regular season having to defend Cam Ward? Oh, that's a good one. That, that is, is a good one. That is. Um, I think if you're Florida, you prefer to open it up there um, yeah. with that, just given that maybe trying to fit into a new system at Miami and maybe it's not, you know, it, it's not in sync game one. Um, so uh, a preference, I think, and yeah, – I, I, yeah, that, that's the way I'd lean. And, and maybe it takes a, a few games for that Miami offense to get going. You got that game at home. Uh, you know, Florida's had some pretty good success early in, early season big games under Billy Napier so far. Uh, but I, 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 per, I honestly prefer. Um, but, Bill, it, it, the, the weird thing is if you look at those two teams, um, he actually could mean more for Miami than FSU next year with you know the way the transfer portal's working and you, you see who all who's leaving uh, FSU with the roster they constructed who was already leaving anyway and then all this transfer portal movement too. Um, I, I think you could say with the, how fast these things are changing, Cam Ward and Miami would might be um, a, a better marriage than than Ward and FSU. There's a continued question about Mario Cristobal's abilities on the playing field. But I got to tell you, from a going and acquiring talent, this is about as good as I've seen Miami do in quite some time. Yeah, Bill, I mean, they, they loaded the class up with numbers uh, here for, for this class, and that yeah. uh, you know really, really helped. I mean, look, I mean, they, 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 need, they need the roster spots, too. I mean, they, they need depth there for, for, for that program. 
Um, but Bill, him recruiting um, wasn't really ever in question for, for me coming from Oregon either. Did a really good job there. Now we also see other guys can do a good job there at Oregon. So it wasn't unique to Mario Cristobal, but he did was but he was able to maintain that level of recruitment uh, at, at Oregon that we've seen, even heighten it in some ways, and then brought that over to to, to Miami and. You know, in the ACC bill, where there's not a lot of competition, you know, it's it's Florida State, that's Clemson. Those are the rosters that you're that you're fighting uh, to build to build another roster better than theirs. Uh, so there's not a lot of competition like there is in the ACC. When like if you're Florida, you know, you're eight, nine, you know, seven, eight, nine teams deep uh, before you get to where your recruiting class is in comparison. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm eager to see. Uh, there there was some improvement year one to year two on the field. Is there another step on the field for Mario Cristobal in year three? Especially if you you know get the quarterback position figured out and and Cam Ward being that name there. Gator Dave Gators breakdown. You can get it on all the platforms. Is there anything left for Florida to get in the remaining time we have with the portal? Um. Uh, well, I, we should probably go back. Uh, they, they did grab uh, Chimre DK, who was a wide receiver for Graham uh, for Wisconsin when Graham Mertz was there. Uh, he had forty four career games, yeah, like 30, around thirty starts. Uh, he had a big breakout year in twenty twenty two. Yeah, about fifty catches, almost seven hundred yards, and six touchdowns, and that was with Graham Mertz there. Uh, at Wisconsin, and we saw the growth of Graham Mertz in a different offense at Florida, so maybe DK uh, has that same type of growth. He was kind of recruited over last year, Bill, with, with uh, Fickle coming in and them changing the offense a bit. It was not a really good fit for that Fickle offense at Wisconsin, so um, now transfers to Florida. So at least there's a familiarity with Graham Mertz there. Uh, so Florida get, did go out there and get a, a wide receiver. I don't know if that's your – you know, your typical number one receiver bill. I don't know if Florida will go out and hit another receiver or not, but it does give another focal point of this wide receiver group to go along with with, with Trey Wilson, who continues to garner uh, freshman All-American awards uh, here around the country lately. So um, did get another receiver there. So four so far for the transfer portal. I still think defensive backfield uh, and edge rusher and another offensive lineman bill. Those are the three main um, – three main – position groups that I'm looking at for Florida to hit the transfer portal. Yeah. What day – we're about – how many days are we? We're in 20-something days, so we've still got, what, about a week? Yeah, I believe it's January 2nd, if I'm remembering okay. right. Okay. So that much time, and then there's another two-week window. Rusty Manziel brought up an interesting idea – he said what they ought to do is have the portal in January once everybody's through the season, regular season, bowl games, getting ready for the playoffs, all of that. Um, I, w- I agree with it, Bill. I think one reason they probably don't is so you know a little bit better, better where your roster is heading into that first signing day. Yeah. So if you – have to hit the portal to to get up numbers. I think that's probably why it's there. Um, but maybe that makes February sign of day a little bit more important. If you do, I, look, I agree with that actually, though, just because of, I mean, look, look what Tate Rodermaker just you know decided to do and not play versus in FSU's bowl game. Right. Um, I, I don't think you'd have that happening. Uh, so I, I agree. Keep the roster intact as much as you can. 
Uh, but if guys know Bill, they're going to hit the transfer portal. I I don't know what keeps them from going ahead and not playing in the bowl game anyway. So I I, I don't know. They, they got to figure it out. It, it, it's ridiculous. These teams are a shell of themselves by the time they get to these bowl games. All I know is that the coaches feel like December is just one massive migraine headache now, regardless of how well you're doing. But what about the 12 teams next year? You're going to have 12 teams dealing with playoff games <laughs> and know. transfer portal and signing day. And it's, it's it, yeah, it's a mess. And it's only going to get worse next year when you got teams that are flying, preparing for their, you know, their, look, the first round's going to be at home in, in these bowl games. Uh, you will have no, what, eight teams, because four teams will get a buy. So you'll have eight teams trying to prepare for a playoff game while trying to put together a transfer portal class and a high school recruiting class. Because even if you're doing well, you're going to have kids leave because they're not part of what you're doing so well, right? Yeah. They're, they're out of right. there. Right. So it just gets worse. It just gets worse next year for eight teams who make the playoffs and have that, you know, I, I won't call that part of it a headache, but you got to deal with the other headache of, uh, Dealing with all that stuff while putting while, while preparing for a playoff game. Tell everybody how they can get on your content. Yeah, Bill, everybody can get it. Gatorsbreakdown.com, YouTube, your favorite podcast platform out there as well. Uh, Going to ramp it back up this week, of course, taking a little bit of time off the holidays there. But I uh, hope everybody continues to have a holiday, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, Bill, around the, new, around the new year. All right. See you, man. See you, Bill. Appreciate it. Florida State with how many? Is it 16 out for the ball game? Obviously, Jordan Travis. Now you could say Rodemaker, Trey Benson, Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman, Jaheim Bell. Braden Fisk, Jared Burst. I'm skipping. So those are the ones I can think of. Fabian Lovett, did I mention? Yeah, there's another one. Story we have not talked about, but we're about to. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just angle. Good morning. Just a couple of disabled vehicles out here in the last hour or so. Traffic's still moving right now. Coming up through Brentwood, Franklin on 65 going northbound. It's still holding up right now in Wilson County. Just a little bit of radar out there in the Mount Julian area. Earlier, 24 normally is heavy this time of the morning. Westbound, 24 coming out of Rutherford County, leaving Coffee County. That all looks pretty good right now. A 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And Prescriptions require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The trans-perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at musiccitybowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. All right. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to We got to go there. First of all, Josh says he got a set of hex clad pans. Did I pronounce that right? That's Gordon Ramsay's endorsement, correct? Doesn't he endorse that? Those are expensive. That's an expensive set that Josh got. I don't have them. I don't have them. Probably would like some. Yeah, would probably uh, like some. We could use some new plates. Michelle was just talking about that the other day. All right, we've got to go there, y'all. Did you see this? Story that is heating up on social media. Brian Kelly would be interested in the soon-to-be-vacated, again, we're making an assumption there, Michigan job. First of all, the thinking is, and it's been for weeks, that Harbaugh's playing it out. Maybe it's San Diego. I'm not an NFL guy, so I'm not your which NFL opportunity is his I just read a little something, said San Diego might be what's cooking here. Doesn't matter to me. 
That's not the focus of this conversation, nor will it be. It's not my interest. But Brian Kelly, now Brian's not from Michigan. He's from Boston, that area. Went to Assumption College in Massachusetts, which I believe is in Wooster, Mass. And he played football there. He coached at Grand Valley, which is the Grand Rapids area of Michigan, and then he got the job at Central Michigan, which got him the job at Cincinnati, which got him the job at Notre Dame, which got him the job at LSU. So he has Michigan connections coaching in that state, but he's not a native Michigander. Is that a word? Anyways, and some of the local media, and I will talk to Blake about this tomorrow, but some of the Baton Rouge media, Matt Moscola in particular, says they think that if the Michigan job is open and it's offered to him, he'd take it. I don't know what Blake thinks about that. I have not talked to Blake about that. I will either talk to him today or wait until he's on tomorrow. Either way. And I'm a little bit conflicted. Michigan is a fantastic job. LSU was also a fantastic job. I think LSU is a little bit better job. Now, they're both, I think, A-list gigs. But LSU has got three natties since Michigan won their last natty. LSU gets skilled players that Michigan doesn't get. Now, right now, LSU's not playing a lick of defense. Michigan's much better than them on defense. But both are fantastic gigs. So, again, it's not, okay, good versus bad. It's good versus good in this conversation. If you ask me, I think the LSU job is elite, though. I think it's right at the top, one of the best gigs. I think Michigan is a A A-list gig. Just I don't have it as good as LSU. That's just me, though. That's just me. But Brian Kelly, let, let me think this out. Both can pay him lots of money. Apparently Harbaugh has, if he wants it, a deal that he could sign that pays him, I think, more than any other head coach in college football, something like $12 million a year. Long-term deal. That's right there if you want it. And he's not going to sign NFL's got all that money. That won't be a problem there either, San Diego, whatever. But let's think this out. Brian Kelly sitting down there in Baton Rouge, I think he's very happy. He's got two years in there. They're in, along with Michigan, the final two, maybe the leader for the top quarterback in the class of 25. Number two, again, is George McIntyre from right here. And then class of 26, number one is right here, Jared Curtis. And this story hits. Does that hurt with Bryce Underwood, who's supposed to announce here early in January, right? And I usually, when it comes to a coach and a job and what's the thinking, I'm usually right on it. This one is a little bit of a twister for me. 
I don't think I agree with he'd take that job. But I'm not going to sit here and pound my fist on the desk. If he goes to the Big Ten, he's got to deal with Ohio State and that every day of every year, which you know going in, you know that well before. And right now Michigan is 3-0 and last several years. And he's got to deal with that league and its new entity with Oregon, Washington, Southern Cal, UCLA, etc. Okay, cool. You can get dudes to Michigan as good as any of those other schools. Or he can stay at LSU, fix that defense, probably have on average better skill players, will, will have on average better skill players at LSU than you get at Michigan. And be fighting in a league that has Alabama right over there by you, has Georgia, which is the best program in America, has uh, Texas coming in, which is a playoff team, maybe a natty winner. I don't think you leave. I'm not speaking for Brian Kelly, a guy that you know I like. I'm not part of the Brian Kelly, I hate him club. I like Brian Kelly. Red face, screaming, all that in the past, all that. Yes, I like Brian Kelly. I don't think you take that gig. All right, let's get the break. Coming right back. Good morning. Just a couple of minor problems out here so far. It still looks good over here in Hermitage. Donaldson on I-40 going westbound as that traffic continues to pick up out of Wilson County towards Nashville. Still looks good right now. 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. Normally it would be a lot heavier than it is on 24 leaving Rutherford County, Murfreesboro towards Nashville. Again, that still looks pretty good going westbound 24. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services in Middle Tennessee. It's uh, Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at Tomahawk crane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lined grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the bar lined grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you look at Vanderbilt and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we went to a couple of bowl games, and I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history, okay? Uh, man, we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. We beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Vandy's done that. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The arena of ideas is now open for your telephonic interactions. 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Listen. Man, I heard if, one time that a Nittany Lion is nothing more than a cougar with a pink loop on it. Is that right? <laughs> In North Augusta, South Carolina. Bill, my son just got a set of X-clad saute pans. They are sweet, Bill. I've never had them. Uh, I hear they're good, but yeah, Josh is the one that started that. I could use an upgrade, though. Yeah, I could use an upgrade. Let me get a call. College Station TX. I don't know that the library is open today. David, welcome in. No, the library's not open. I'm home <laughs> admiring the first really hard freeze that we've had all year long. Didn't think it'd get here, but it did the day after Christmas. So a little bit of a cold snap there in mighty Texas. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all had any bad weather up there in the 615 yet? Well, now we had those tornadoes here recently, but cold, nothing bitter cold, no. No, you're, y'all are kind of waiting for it too, like us. Yes, yes. Well, February is right around the corner, so don't make any plans. (laughs) Just in time for college baseball, too. Yeah, just in time. Anyway, do you have a good Christmas, Bill? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I had a Christmas that I don't deserve. That's how good it was. Well, for the umpteenth year in a row, Santa has lost the memo that I'm not wasn't I wasn't the most model citizen this year. I got much much more than I deserve. Well, good for you, sir. Good for you. Uh, one thing I want to touch on real quickly. You probably know this, but 
one of the basic laws of physics down here is that A&M and Texas cannot be good at the same time. Right. So with Texas about to come in with both barrels blazing, it's going to be interesting to see how the Aggies handle all this. That's kind of the way it is with Alabama and Auburn, too. Well, anyway, like I say, A&M had a 10-year jump on them, and what have they got to show for it? A uh, team that's not as good as the team coming in. That's what they have that's to right. show for. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Bill, I just want to tell you thank you. Uh, like I mentioned before, you make my work day go a whole lot quicker. Thanks for putting – I try not to bombard you with too many emails, but sometimes I hear something – I can't keep up with you in real time, but I hear something that I just can't let pass. So thanks, no worries. thanks for your patience and putting up with everything that I send you, and I hope you and your family have a great 2024. You too, sir. Appreciate it very much. Okay, have a good one. Yeah, he sends me emails, and I love that stuff. You guys send me lots of interesting items that make me think that, oh, Good angle there. I love that stuff. No cap about Florida State. Bill, I agree with you. The last two years we've been aggressive early and got big names in the portal. We'll talk to TJ about it. Now, last Thursday when we had him on, he was a bit sour on everything. He was not painting the rosiest. He's talking about signing day and just various items, opt-outs. Ben in Perry, Georgia. Bill, I propose Georgia spots Florida State 21 points. That might be the only way to make this Orange Bowl watchable. I just don't know what Florida State – Florida State would have trouble against Georgia with everybody there. But they're pretty decimated right now. I just – this would have to be a Georgia just doesn't want to be there. And I don't I don't know how excited Georgia is considering they'd be a favorite over everybody in the playoffs right now. But I don't know that it matters. In personnel right now, it's a significant mismatch with what is left currently at Florida State. Josh up in Picktown, Ohio. Bill, why would Brian Kelly want to go from a school like LSU to a bleep hole, inbreeding, meth manufacturing piece of bleep school like TTUN? Well, I mean, (laughs) maybe he doesn't look at it like you do. I don't know that he would. But I did find it interesting that some of the locals endorse that idea. I will also say this, and we'll talk to Blake about it tomorrow. Brian doesn't typically do well with the local media. Now, it's not the most contentious thing I've ever seen, but the local media usually is pretty early in the tenure agitated with Brian Kelly. That is an item. That is a a fact. 
That's probably the reason why I got to liking him. He would he would tell me things when he decided he was going to start calling the plays on offense. That was a national breaking story that I wasn't even trying to break. It's just in a conversation. I think he likes doing stuff like that. That might be some of the media wishing that he'd go. I don't know. I know Blake doesn't feel that way. Michigan is a hell of a job. I, I just, and maybe if you're from Michigan, maybe, you, heck, yeah, I'm going there. That's my place, right? That's not where he's from. He coached in that state. Unless there's something going on at LSU that I'm not aware of. Is there a disconnect somewhere? I'm not aware of it. Hour three coming up. Omni National Hotel. <laughs> 